Hey, this is Pastor Kyle Burkholder, and I am popping into your Covenant Sermon podcast feed to bring you kind of a special presentation. Did you know that we have a second podcast? Well, we do, and it's called Covenant Conversations. And today you'll get a preview of that. If you like what you hear, go on to anywhere you get your podcasts, Spotify, Google, Apple, even YouTube, and subscribe and look for more great stuff in the weeks to come. Hi, my name is Kyle Burkholder and I'm the pastor here at Covenant Church. Thank you for being here and for being part of Covenant Conversations. Our desire is that the conversations we have in this space extend into your relationships and ultimately, maybe even impact your everyday life. For our friends in Northwest Ohio, we believe that life happens in community and we'd love to invite you to join us and join the conversation in person. So just head to bgcovenant.org visit to learn more. Now, let's get in the conversation. Well, welcome. Uh, so glad you're here. Nick Gillespie and I, Kyle Burkholder, are here with you, and we are really excited to bring you um, sort of a walk through the life of a modern parent. What does it mean to parent in the modern world? And uh, we're really going to get into the nitty-gritty of, of what's the role of a parent and then how we live that out in a way that would be in line with our identities as children of God, with our in line, uh, our, in line with our identities as, as Christians and uh, parents. And so, uh, Nick, what are we going to be doing today in this episode? Yeah, so in this episode, we're going to really be talking about what is our role in our kids' lives, in our children's lives. Um, we think that if we can understand our role that God has like, given us and how we've been placed in our ch- children's lives, it really brings a lot of understanding and the ability to, I think, use our own creativity, our own personality in order to shepherd, parent, care for, and rear our kids. Okay, so if we're summarizing today, it's what is the role of a parent? Yeah. And we're going to walk through a couple different things there. Are, so what are the big questions that uh, if I'm coming in as a parent and I go, I got some, I got big questions, but I couldn't even articulate them. I don't even know what they are. Can you help me? What are those big questions that we are going to try to answer together today? Yeah, I think as a parent, like we're asking ourselves, like, you know, who am I supposed to be in my kid's life? Like, who am I and how do I I act or how do I behave towards them in a way that's beneficial? Uh, what do I provide? What do I contribute to my child's life as they are growing and becoming uh, adults? And then what's accomplished? Like what's, as parents, like what's the end goal? Um, when it is that they hit a certain age mark, when they leave our house, when they themselves start their own families, what are we trying to, uh, what's the direction we're trying to lead them into? Got it. Got it. So this is this is going to answer big questions, but it's all going to get rooted back into identity. It's going to get rooted back into who am I? Mm-hmm. Am I? Do I see myself as a child of God, as a son or daughter of the King, or am I attempting to be something else? Not only in my life, but in my kids' life. Yeah, I think that there's a you know there's there's a bigger to whom do we all belong, mm-hmm. um, and that's probably the appropriate place for us to start before we start talking about us as individual parents. Um, all over scripture, God is referred to as the father, uh, and particularly the father of his church to his children. That while you and I both are officially, I think, now middle-aged, um, <laughs> so sad. Uh, you know, we, we are officially over the hill. Um, we are still God's kids, and uh, God still treats us as his kids, even though we are trying to raise our own kids. Um, I think to this passage in Isaiah, uh, which actually kind of gets to these questions I were just asking, but um, and not to go too much into this this particular book, um, 
But in Isaiah 63, uh, God is addressing, and the prophet uh, Isaiah is addressing the people of God who uh, have not, they're not understanding to whom they belong. Uh, they're looking at their own ancestors, they're looking at their own people, and they're looking for a provision. They're looking for affirmation. Um, and really, Isaiah and God are trying to say, like, no, like, your Heavenly Father is your Father. Uh, he's the true Father. He's the one who cares for you. He's the one who shepherds you. He's the one that provides. Um, he's, again, your Savior. He restores you. He disciplines you. He strengthens you. And then what's accomplished is that you are now able to be released from that burden to be able to live under his his rule. So so when we get it wrong, we are we are looking for provision, we're looking for protection, we're looking for security, we're looking for those things absent God as opposed to what you're saying is is through Isaiah it makes it really clear when we look to God, those things come with God when we find our, our true identity where it needs to be. Yeah, absolutely. Uh yeah, we always have a need. The father is there to supply our our need. Um but then also our children like our children don't ultimately belong to us. They ultimately belong to the heavenly father. Um, and God uses us in our parenting, our leadership as a way to provide for them. But ultimately that reference point needs to be, that needs to connect from our kids to God as they mature and get older. And again, the, the overarching goal is that as they uh, grow into adulthood, that they are able to be free and healthy agents over their lives, being able to follow God's leadership over our leadership as they mature. So let's say I find my, I start to find my identity in the right place as a child of God. Now, as I apply that, um, where are the potential inadequate identities that I'm creating for myself as a parent? Because because we can get one right and then forget to transfer it down and all of a sudden be be making a mistake as we parent even as, as we're kids of God, we could be parenting wrong or out of wrong identity. So where, where does that go off the, the rails? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, let's imagine here for a moment, like there's a sliding scale, left to right. And this scale is really, it's, it's a relational scale. Um, meaning as a parent, I wanna build a relationship with my child. And there's two different ways that I can be either too far to the left or too far to the right on this scale. On the far left, you have parent as a friend, as a buddy, as a confidant. Um, now again, I think both of us want to be friends with our children. We hope that as they get older, that we are their friends and that we, you know, they can come to us, that they can confide in us, that we can have a good time, we can laugh together, we can play together. Um, but when we edge too much on that, that end of things, we are kind of abdicating the place of authority in our children's lives. So what we're really doing is um, we are overly indexing towards their personal happiness and harmony. So, so I'm, I'm imagining I'm playing, um, I'm not parenting my kid, I'm playing Xbox with my kid. And yeah. it's, it's, that's, the, that's my primary role is to be their, their play friend and their buddy. Yes. Got it. So, or I'm trying to create fun for them. So I'm going to do whatever I can, whether it's with my time or my resources, to make sure that their life is harmonious, that their life is happiness. And what I think is successful, what I think is accomplished is this liberated childhood. If they're free from suffering, if they're free from pain or discomfort, then that is the right role to play in their life. And ultimately, I think that that's the benefit I'm bringing to them as a parent. Right. So you're you're doing a part of the role. I mean, there is a, a place for joy, but when we over-index towards that, we we put ourselves in the role of a uh, buddy. 
Yes. And we've lost the idea of being a true parent. Okay, yes. so that's that's the left-hand side. You said we can go too far the other direction. What does that look like? So that is parent as ruler, king or queen. Um, this is where we're going to begin to over-index uh, towards behavior management. Um, if my kid behaves, if they act right, if they do the right things, that means I'm being successful. So I'm looking at their outward behavior as an indication of what I am trying to instill or manage or produce. So success here really is like a manicured childhood experience. Can I make sure that they behave in class? Can I make sure that they are always polite, that they say the right things, or that they're watching the right things, or that they're making the right decisions with their life? And a lot of that comes down in me trying to like control uh, their decisions, control what influences them. And again, there's a place for this. We want to have some rulership, but I am too much looking at what I can control over them. That makes sense. So you're saying on, on the one end, I've overemphasized their happiness. On this end, I'm maybe overemphasizing that harmony comes from, from following the rules and looking good on the outside and kind of getting it all right. If I can get it, you know, if I can get straight A's and everything, never have a discipline report and be top of my class at Harvard, that would be success. Um, as opposed to um, maybe there's a middle ground that you're pointing to that w the, neither of these is kind of the full picture. E each of them have part of the picture, but neither are the full picture. Yeah, and ultimately, we'll, we'll get there and we'll unpack this here in a minute. I mean, like God has called us to be shepherds. Mm -hmm. um, God is a shepherd over us and he leads us from this place of shepherding us. Jesus is, is the chief shepherd uh, over all of like God's kids. In the same way, we emul emulate that shepherding heart and that shepherding role, which is, it's in between. You know, there's times that the shepherd needs to control, needs to exercise authority because we're trying to instill and rear our children. And on the other end too, the shepherd is accessible and is uh, 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 creating that relational um, bond with their children, is, is creating that uh, harmony and joyful happiness experienced in the context of a relationship. Okay, so you say we're going to get to shepherd in a minute. So let's let's then maybe get to the the kind of the fullness of the inadequacy. So we have these poor identities, whether it's friend and buddy on the one end or king and queen on the other. That ruler, um, the parent as ruler, from what it sounds like, that fails because in that world the parent is the parent is God. The parent isn't pointing to God and a, a steward of God. The parent is God. Would that be yeah. If you're right on that end. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we don't even realize like what we're doing um, because, again, we're thinking I'm I'm a good parent if I see this sort of behavior in my child's life. And I don't realize that I'm really acting as as God over their life. I'm overly trying to control their actions, decisions, their influences in this life. And again, there's ways that we protect but I'm not to overstep that or else I become God over them. Mm. As they mature, they're actually ultimately probably maybe potentially despise me of it. My goal is that I want to develop agency, that they are able to make their own choices. And agency needs to be developed. And we'll talk about more about this a little bit later. But yeah, agency, the ability to choose and understand oneself, that has to be developed over time as our children mature. And I think also there's a little bit of a lie that we can believe that behavior indicates maturity. Mm. Right behavior means that they're mature in their heart and perspective in their identity as God's kids. And that's not necessarily true because we all know that we can kind of put on the face mm -hmm. 
and we can act the part, but really there's immaturity in our uh, inner self. Yeah, so the behavior absent the agency for them, we've manufactured maybe what, what looks like maturation on one end, but maybe is false because we've, we've so controlled, so over-controlled and, and played God in their role. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So then on the other end of the spectrum, if, if, if parent as God is the problem on the far right, so I go back to the far left of that spectrum to the friend and buddy, in that way, it sounded more, as you explained it, that that puts the kid in the place of God, that we're almost worshiping our child. Yes, uh, because it's kind of their, their experience, their autonomy is really like what is uh, the, the thing that's the primary of primary importance. Mm-hmm. Um, if my kid wants it, then it's best for them, or I want to do whatever I can to make sure that my kid, and I, we've seen this in some ways in like, uh, you know, we have some friends who are like, oh, we'll never say no to our kid. Mm-hmm. You know, we never want to say no, only yeses. Because uh, we think like if our kid just experiences yes, 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 that means that they'll be developing the way that they should be growing and developing. Mm. Well, that's not necessarily true. Um, because again, on, the, on that side, we have to realize that a fun life doesn't indicate maturity and purpose. Mm. So while a kid at 3, 5, 13 is maybe self-actualizing because of their freedom, that doesn't mean that they're understanding themselves and growing in their understanding of why they're here on this earth and, again, how to live under God's ultimately fatherhood in their life. You see, adulting needs to be developed, Mm. um, and that takes time to learn how to adult. So so if I'm summarizing either of these positions, maybe the problem as we started with identity and we're in these inadequate identities. The problem is in neither one is God in the place of God. And in, in both scenarios, on both poles of the, of the scale you're talking about, we have uh, a false God in place, whether it's, it's the parent or it's the child. Either way, we've lost the identity that God is God and we are his kids. And now we have something to do. Like you said, we, we're a shepherd and a steward. And maybe that's what we can get to. So, so let, let's get to that in the next episode. For this one, let's summarize and give you a chance if you were going to kind of wrap all this up, what would I want to take? What's kind of my big takeaway from uh, this portion as we've talked about the the sliding scale and the, the ways we maybe get it slightly wrong as we're attempting mm-hmm. to parent? How would we close that up? Yeah, so I, in closing, we are all God's kids. And our kids are God's kids, primarily, ultimately, first to last. Um, and as a parent, I want to make sure I don't inadvertently fall into one of these false gods. Either I have to be God over their life and control and manufacture their behavior in their life. And on the other hand, that I don't make our, my own child the God of their life because ultimately I want them to make that connection as they mature, as they become adults, that they're a kid now under my leadership. They ultimately will be a kid under God's leadership and authority for the rest of their life. I mean... How else can you say it? Great stuff. This is great stuff. So excited to be getting into this. We're excited to uh, jump into the next piece. Uh, so hope you join us for that episode. We'll be talking about uh, that, that right parental role of what does it mean to be a shepherd, a steward of your child um, with right identity. And so we're going to get into that next time. But for this time, thank you for joining us. Thanks for being a part of this journey and for investing in not only in your children, but in your own maturation as a parent along the way. So thank you, and we will talk to you next time.